now. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. My name is Melissa Wallace, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. And I am joined by the one and only Sharon McNamara. Hello. 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 How are you? It's so crazy around here tonight, yes, isn't it? Yes. And yeah. we are actually hosting um, the Pembroke Chamber of Commerce tonight. Um, and it's members and non-members. We're sort of doing a meet and greet here. Um, we are inviting everybody, um, whether you're a member or not. Uh, you have a, a business in Pembroke. But I will highlight you for a second. So, yeah. Sharon, you are the broker owner of Boston Connect Real yes, Estate. Yes, I am. It's so funny. We never talk about that. We never, really. you know, we always talk about how, like, real estate this and real estate that and mm-hmm. whatever, but I don't think we ever really say, like, you're the broker owner. You're like, you're the big boss in town here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, know. you are the broker owner yeah. of Boston Connect Real Estate, not just the host of Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Yeah. But and it was really nice, too, because recently we were celebrating women's owned businesses. So, I recently updated our Google page and that's one of the things I was so proud to put in yeah. there um, and I will say that the company is run by women because it's me and you kid yeah <laughs> it is us it's it just the, it's just the it's two, just the of, two us. of us yes yeah yes so um, I call Melissa on her door it says Melissa Wallace our everything because she does help with everything yeah and we're super excited tonight so um, yeah and we have Larry in studio we oh hello Larry Larry Hi. how I miss How are you so you? oh Larry Larry, we miss you so. Did the missing ring get found? No, it it has not been found yet. I keep I keep saying that it it hasn't been found yet because I I I know so many people who are praying to Saint Anthony and just Mm -hmm. just any just Mm -hmm. saying well wishes to me and I I, my my post sort of like went viral there and you know I (laughs) when I did go back to look for it myself everybody who worked at Fenway was like oh you're the one who lost the ring so um, yeah it just it brought a little bit of comfort to me so time will heal but I'm I'm hoping that it'll show up soon. 
Um, so. But I will. I just want to let everybody know that we are we are doing a meet and greet here, like I said earlier. So it's going to be a little loud here. So um, we're just doing sort of an open house here. So um, if you want to stop by 19 Mattachusett Street in Pembroke, Boston Connect Real Estate, this is our hub, mm-hmm. and we're sort of hosting Pembroke Chamber of Commerce. But we're going to have a couple people come on the show yeah. um, who might either own a business here in Pembroke yeah. or work in Pembroke, um, just to sort of highlight their yeah. sort of field of it's expertise. Exciting, isn't it? I'm excited yeah. about our first guest here, too. So I'm curious to see how he feels about how everything's going. So you really don't even need a name. Everybody <laughs> knows who you are. So I have Peter Brown from Tiny and Sons. Uh, you are the chair of uh, the Pembroke Chamber of Commerce. And thank you so much for being here. Well, and thank you for hosting us. Yeah. It's amazing. So, so we just need you to have yep. nice and close to that so, microphone. Um, this, this is our second event since we come back from COVID. Yeah. And I know you and I talked um, back in the fall mm-hmm. about reinventing the the chamber yeah and you and emmy have just been incredible i so i appreciate it so much <laughs> no our pleasure I, we, emmy and i sometimes are like are we being too forceful like um so actually you know what our edgerton is here he's videoing for us and he's good at audio can you listen because it seems like maybe his mic doesn't seem right and maybe yeah. um yeah um so anyways so thank you so much for being here tell everybody even though everybody knows who you are and what you do we want to promote your business as well you give so much to the community i love that about about you you are just a spirit of giving uh, just like your dad was yeah. so yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about you and your company so we're second generation auto glass re- replacement and repair uh, we've been in business since 1978 and but our our biggest thing is the community and, mm-hmm. and and that's how we were brought out and and you and I we talk about the story my dad tells all the time when he first moved in and in 1963 mm-hmm. Um, they found out he was in the National Guard, so the police chief and the fire chief came and spoke with him. Uh, two weeks later, he's a call fireman at Station <laughs> 3, and he was smoking the bear till 1972. Wow, that's awesome. So that's how we started. So, yep. Yeah. And I love, like, my little proverb that I've heard in the past is when you give it out in slices, it comes back to you in loaves. Most definitely. And one of the things I'm loving about the energy of the, you know, chamber right now, too, is... Um, I, I don't know when I was trying to come up with some, you know, things and I'm big on taglines and it's just about like, you know, just connecting our businesses and uniting our community. And I really think that that's what the world needs right now. Right, and right. I love that we're doing that in Pembroke. Well, so. uh, Dave Shea, when he was the past chair, that yeah. was his big thing is yeah. that, that if we can emulate the all the other chambers around us. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest things is, is the Chamber of Commerce should be the community, mm-hmm. should represent the community, not just the business. Yeah, yeah. So it's and that's where we're at. I mean, we're we're promoting business, we're educating, uh, we're helping people connect. We're well, we're advocacy for legislative advocacy uh, and um, economic development. Mm-hmm. But the core thing is the people that work and live yeah. in Pembroke. Yep. And the people who did do business in Pembroke or the people outside of Pembroke who do business in Pembroke. And what about the people who are considering doing business Correct. in Pembroke? Because I also sit, um, as you know, I sit on a couple different uh, boards in town, actually. I'm on the affordable housing. And based on being on affordable housing committee, uh, we have a master plan committee also in place right now. So I'm sort of the representative from that. And that is what, what our focus is. And when we had our first meeting, it was um, the name of the committee was the um, 
the master plan steering committee and I made a motion to change the name because I was like steering to me sounds like there's 11 people on this committee that are just steering our town in one direction and I think it should be more about collaborating with our community and let us as a community build our town together right so we have lots of exciting things going on tonight. Great turnout. Oh, my God, yeah. We, and it's yeah. the right people that are here. And if you're not, if you're driving by, you, you know, please in. stop in. Yeah. Um, but one of the things we want to articulate is that the Pembroke Chamber is back. Yes. And we're, we're in it for the long haul. We're so. in it to win it, for sure. Exactly. Actually, last week, Melissa and I were on the show, and I have been promoting our after hours for the past couple shows. And somebody from, uh, he was the chair of the Marshfield Chamber. Yes. He heard me. John. He, he called yeah. in, yeah. and he said, you know, hey, congratulations. This is great that you guys yeah. are doing that. So I thought yeah. that that was nice, too, because we are our own community. But you know what? We're also South Shore, and we're also connected that way. Very connected. And, yeah. and Marshfield is a good partner for our. Yeah. Because our we have a big corridor that we share. Yeah. yeah. And that's where a lot of the development that we want to talk about in the future is going to happen. Yep. And um, and that's where we need those connections. Yeah. So. yeah. I literally just Googled a, a business that I thought was in Pembroke, but it's actually in Marshfield. So it's funny. That's exactly what I just thought of when you said yeah. that we have yeah. like sort of yeah. an avenue together because I literally thought a business was in Pembroke, but it's not. <laughs> it's in Marshfield. So it's like right on the right on the we line there. We love you, there. Marshfield. Yeah. yeah. Love you. Especially um, the beaches. That's yeah. Well, Mary Mary Baker is here yeah. um, and, and she's Boston a team member, member uh, with us here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And she said, is, is this the South Shore Chamber or is it Pembroke? And I was like, it's Pembroke, but the whole South Shore is invited. Everybody's invited. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. anybody can become a member. Can you let people know how to do that? So um, PembrokeChamber.org. Go to the website. It's very easy to, to uh, join. We have uh, an intern right now working for us, Aiden Baker. Uh-huh. Um, he's been amazing. So we'll have him reach out to you and give you yeah. the do's and don'ts for the chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy to. It's $125. $25 goes to the scholarship fund, mm-hmm. which we're right now we're deciding the scholarships this year for Pembroke High School. Yeah. Uh, we also work with the Pathfinders, uh, Pathfinders with Mary Ellen Gates to mm-hmm. place interns. Um, so it's a great it's a great thing. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. And you were talking about development, and uh, next in with us is going to be our chiefs. So the chief nice. of the fire department, chief of uh, the police department, and I'm also on that committee, which is the public safety building committee. And uh, we are going forward to try, you know, we have a proposed building, so we're hoping that we can have the support of all of the business owners here in Pembroke to get that for the guys. So I will pop off, and I'll go get them, and I'll bring them in. <laughs> all right, hey, that Sharon, sounds good. Sharon, thank you very much for thank, everything you do. Thank you. Thank you, you Peter. Awesome. Thank you so much. We Thanks appreciate so much, having you. Yeah, so I feel like we're having a, a, a well, I'm having a hot flash, but uh, we're also having a great <laughs> night. And Sharon is currently opening up a window, but she is nodding, agreeing with me. Um, but we do, uh, we, we, I think that, you know, this event is so important, and it's so important, Sharon, to bring the chamber back. And I'm so pr- sort of proud of you. Uh, thank Little you. thing. It wasn't really done just Yeah, me, but I'm I mean, proud of you for takes, sort of doing it, takes a group of people doing, to yeah, make doing it really. all together. So. so can you guys hear okay? We can. Okay, oh, because yeah, there's, you know, the buttons over there if they're too loud. So uh, <laughs> you just let us know at one point or another. So... Um, First of all, Mel, um, you know, I think having Peter here, Peter doesn't give himself enough credit because he really does do so much for his community and for the chamber. So we're really fortunate to have someone like him uh, here. And he definitely is standing behind our next topic. 
probably because I he knows that like the Dorchester maybe would come out of me <laughs> and hurt him if he didn't because yeah. this is something that's near and dear to my heart and um, you know we have two men with us tonight that are going to talk a little bit about it. So we have, um, first, we, why don't you guys do your introductions? We have the chiefs of our fire and police departments. So, Jason, I'm sorry. I know I'm, I'm going to ruin your last name, so say it for me. Viveros. Viveros. Yeah. Viveros. I sort of like it. <laughs> Viveros. Viveros. Why is not so sexy? McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got then we got Rick McDonald here from Southie. <laughs> so no, he is the chief of our police department and the chief of our fire department. And um, chief, you've only been with us. Oh, that's hard to say when there's two of you in the room. You both sort of like shook your head. You've only been with us a little bit. So how are things going so far in Pembroke? Everybody been nice? Yep, things have been going great. I came on in June and um, you know get get to jump right in this project that had already yeah. started before I before I came here. And, yeah, uh, some exciting stuff that's happening. Yeah, it's baptism by fire. Absolutely. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> Am I the first one to say that? I can't be. <laughs> I seriously can't be. And then, of course, we have Chief uh, Rick McDonald with us. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? How long have you been on um, and as chief? As chief, I'll be three years in August. Okay. I did a year as interim. Okay. So it was a one-year interview process. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was interesting during COVID. But yeah. Yeah, I'll be almost three years. And how long have you been on our, the Pembroke Department? 25 years. 25 wow. years. Wow. Wow, that's great. That's amazing. Yeah. And you have triplets, don't you? Irish quadruplets. <laughs> Irish wow. quadruplets. Wow. Two sets of twins? Is that what No, it? we have triplets no, and triplets then Rory 11 months later. So for one month, they were all the same. Oh, wow. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Rick and Riley, Rory and Reagan. Uh-huh. Well, oh. you know, here's the thing. You posted a picture the other day, and I absolutely loved it. What I loved the most was is that you took them out shopping. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so Dad took them out shopping for Easter. So so we have some big doings going on in Pembroke. And um, as you know, um, this is – I'm just so passionate about this, and I don't get that passionate about many things in my life. Mm. Um, not cats. I, no, not cats. Cats are not my thing. Um, but touring the fire department one time and – looking at all those reports from when they did things in 2016 it it was shocking Mm -hmm. it was literally shocking to me and i think that that's where i was like i have a big voice um and i want to use it so um tonight i'm going to give you guys the opportunity to talk a little bit about the importance of what we're trying to do and what you're trying to do and what we want the you know town to stand behind us and it seems like right now we have a lot of support from the businesses yep yeah so who wants to go first you chief so so as far as the fire department goes almost 20 years ago was recognized that the fire department, the fire stations drastically needed to be replaced. Um, you know, we've outgrown them. Our call volume since the time they were built has uh, more than quadrupled. The mm-hmm. same goes for our staffing. So they were built, you know, when we had five or six firefighters and now we have over 30 firefighters on duty. So we've really outgrown the space. Um, even the, the apparatus floor, the, the size of the trucks have really increased where to a point that we have to squeeze between apparatus to be able to get to, to mm-hmm. certain trucks. It's um, it, it's tight, a tight fit to say the least. And the conditions, the conditions, are, the station's in really rough shape. We have mm-hmm. um, structural issues that have been identified. We have asbestos issues. We have mold issues. We have we have a lot of a lot of problems at the fire station. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things for me again is. 
not um, not knowing much about what, how is a fire station supposed to work and how it's supposed to all work out for you guys. One of the things that was so disturbing to me was after you go to a fire, not understanding all the contaminants that are on your equipment, and then how and being in Mansfield actually was eye opening for me too to see the way it's supposed to be, right. and then to see how it is for you guys. You actually have to walk through where you eat right. with that equipment on, and I. I'm just shocked that this is where you are, but yeah, hopefully so we, for not too much longer. The rates of cancer in the fire service are, are, are extremely mm-hmm. high, and a yeah. lot of that's contributed to having, you know, being in a fire, you're exposed to a lot of carcinogens. So the recommendations are to take your gear off in a, in a controlled environment, take a shower mm-hmm. as soon as you possibly can. Yeah. And like you said, in our, our station right now, that's just not possible. We don't have the room for it. It's not how the station's set up. So we actually do the opposite thing, and our wa- facility to wash our gear is we have to cut through our living quarters to get to that point where we can wash our gear. So we're we're carrying all those carcinogens through the stations. The firefighters aren't able to to shower and do those types of things to, to prevent cancer and too you're bringing it into your your staff like your you know what i mean your civilian staff right that are in there as well and so i mean that isn't healthy at all it's hot as hell in here by the (laughs) way it's because we have the curtain closed we never do you know i had a we had a margarita beforehand (laughs) yeah that could have something to do with it (laughs) Um, the fire station you gotta realize i don't think jason knows about the history uh as much coming from another town but the police used to do the ambulance back in the day oh, when, that, oh. when that building was being built. So you probably mostly call firefighters who were just doing back, fire back then, yeah. Hmm. So I don't know what year you get into the medical part when it comes to paramedics and more professionalized and obviously more call driven. Uh, so the dynamics of that footprint changed mm-hmm. dramatically. Like the police station when yeah. it was built, there's no such thing as computers. Yeah, and that's all. That's our biggest tool right now inside the station, along with the server and the conditions to keep that server. In your building, and again, I'm on the master plan committee too, and um, I didn't realize until I started rattling all this off that I, they are putting me on a little, a lot of other things here, but I'm glad to be on that. It's because I'm part of the affordable housing. And I was going through the master plan one night at my first meeting, and I was like, Whoa, wait, this was 20 years ago we were talking about this. How can this possibly be? You were, the buildings were too small then. And now, how many? Twenty years. I mean, how many more people do you have there? I mean, your facility, Chief McDonald, is the pictures that we showed at the library when we did that event. You know, for the public. When I was looking at those pictures, and the one that captures my mind the most is the one in the boiler room. With the lockers out. Yeah, I mean, it just isn't even fair to the employees. And you brought up morale. You you keep on bringing on morale. How is that really affecting? I mean, that, how does that affect everybody there? Well, the fact that we are fighting for this and they see that as leadership. Yeah. Uh, they're hanging on to that. Yeah. Hoping that we still, as a department, and I'm saying the fire too, are still appealing to other towns for some reason. Even with yep. the new fire stations and police stations they have. Mm-hmm. And it's something to be said about what's going on internally. It's your leadership. Well, I don't <laughs> want to say just leadership. It's a team effort for sure. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it does start with that. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's a great team. I think, you know, we have um, Deputy Chief Wendy LaPierre is here tonight, too. She's out there roaming around and mingling with everybody. And let's talk about her situation. I mean, she's a female. She was one of the first female officers, right? Actually, number two. Number two. Okay. 
So, I mean, her, there was no place for her. And I remember when we went to Mansfield, we toured Mansfield um, and their facilities, and Wendy and I went into um, into the female locker rooms, and it was like, they actually had like a little section for like, if you were a nursing mom, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, oh, all right, we're not even asking for that. <laughs> we're just asking for a shower, right? So the, does she have a shower now? But you're up in, the, she's up in the attic, right? Yeah, and now we have five females. Oh. Yeah, so oh, wow. is every, even your reserve officers have a space. Because they have equipment, they have stuff that they need to store. Yeah. So if you look at my potential as far as lack of space, it's based on like maybe twenty something people. I have sixty. Wow. Know, when it comes to reserve, and, and it's just obviously. Not what are you happen. doing too? The other thing that was very surprising to me, and I don't know if you have um, the same problem, Jason. Too is do I have to call you Chief? Chief? I, I just look at you and fine. say Chief. Okay. <laughs> um, like with with your documents, because I know for me, obviously, owning a real estate office, we have to make sure that our documents are secured and locked up and things like that. Like your documents, like your, where you have to keep everything, doesn't make sense to me. And you just had an so, accident, right? Well, we did. We had a pipes burst and. Our records are stored in the basement. Water goes down, and goes right through the wall systems, and it damages a lot of our records. And a lot of them are older records, but you still have to store them. Yeah. And when we went to Mansfield, prior to them opening up, part of their whole philosophy was paper-free in 23. Yeah. Because when we went to the records department, there was no records, actually. Yeah. Because everything was on the cloud. Yeah. Yeah, because they had those big lockers. Remember, they had to bring those, they brought those big mm-hmm. um, filing cabinet things in. And, and they're they, empty. They, they're empty, yeah, so... So let's talk a little bit about what's going on. So the select board, um, just last week, I watched from home. They um, finally, they agreed to put the article on the uh, warrant. Yep. You want to talk a little bit about that? So, yeah, I think ultimately you can pick it back on. Initially, they were hesitant. And I think that forum we had helped, mm-hmm. you know, show exactly how much we really has gone on over the past yep. 16 months, I mm-hmm. think. When the support that came out and showed that support, I think they realized that, all right, there's more to this. Yeah. And it, we don't want to be the naysayers on this when it comes to yeah. going to a town meeting. Yeah, absolutely. And, and many of them got to come see for themselves the conditions that, you know, they had some questions, they came out, we showed them around the stations, and then we've put together a series of videos and other, um, mm-hmm. you know, other videos and things where people get to actually see what we're talking about. And at the yeah. same time, we've invited anyone from the public that wants to come to the, the fire station. They're more than welcome to call, yeah. and we're, we're more than happy to give tours. Yeah. And I thought Bill Chenard did a great job um, at the library that Excellent. night. Um, everything was well prepared and had all the information. I think it was good, too, that, you know, there was quite a few of us sort of you know, scrolling the pages of social media just to see what the questions were. Like, that's all we ever wanted to do is answer the questions. And I think a big part of, um, there was a little bit of negativity that fell in there, but I don't want to highlight that. It was more like, you know, the dismay of maybe people didn't know that all this was going on. And we so much time was taken on the Turner House and what was going to happen with the Turner House. And hey, you know, it's a historical building, and I completely understand that. But I think that that's why we were sort of held back a bit. We didn't know if we were ever going to be able to go forward. So what are we going to tell you, you know? I think the thing is, uh, was the fact that we were hoping that maybe on the select board side they were more engaged talking to us. Yeah. Maybe even asking us questions, knowing that we're in place for over a year. Public meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we assumed they knew more than they Yeah, we did, yeah. Um, and then what we have coming up next is the town meeting. So 
um, at town meeting. Do you want to talk about what's going to happen there? And uh, Bill, I'm sure, will do his presentation again. So it's on the it's on the warrant, and it will be you know people have an opportunity to vote on it at town meeting, mm-hmm. and then we'll have to come back to the ballot. Um, and it will be voted at the ballot box also. And I believe it's May 9th. Tuesday, May 9th, do you know? Our, May uh, 9th is town meeting. Town Okay, so May 9th is town meeting. And this is one of, um, you know, obviously I sell real estate in our town. And one of the things I always say to people who are new to town is, you know, it's such a great community. You can really get involved in government if you want to do that. And you don't have a voice until you come to these meetings. And, you know, what I want is I want everybody to get their questions answered because come to town meeting, we'll be doing all of that, or watch on TV if you can't get there. Um, if you need a ride, give me a, r- a call. I'll give you a ride. <laughs> I'll just, you know, we'll, we'll have a... Yeah, we'll just, get a bus. We'll get a bus. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get a bus. If you can't get there, we're going to get you there because your vote does count and then more importantly is getting to the ballot right Right. and that's three days later we have to vote on this nobody wants to spend more money my concern is if we don't get this passed it's only going to be more money i just met with my developers last week we had a luncheon and a three-bedroom ranch that he was building five years ago is 80% more to build the same exact house right now. Right. So things only go up, and that's what he showed, the, you know, how things only go up too, right? Just the same way and, built And it. I think that people actually see that when they asked about other stations that have been built yeah. and why they're cheaper. Well, it's all about the escalating cost, and, and mm-hmm. that would continue to happen if this, you know, has to be pushed down the road. We're yeah. going to end up with the same building, but we're going to pay a lot more money for it. And I think it's going to just make our town more appealing. I'm just going to sort of – I don't talk about this when we're in any of our um, – any of our meetings or anything like that because I don't like to bring what I do as a living into that. But, hey, we're on my show right now, so I'm going to say what I want. (laughs) Rick's like, oh, really? You're not going to hold back? (laughs) But I'm going to say it's only it's going, what a great place it will be to move to Pembroke. We have some great developments going on. We have the new community center that's coming on. We'd have a new fire station and police station, so we're calling it a public safety building. That's the other thing, too, Chief. Um, I want you to talk about how we're going to have two buildings. Yeah, so Um, one, you know, one of the things that's been exciting for me is that we're going to be able to improve our response times yes. to, to a, a, a big portion of the town. So, you know, we'll have the major, almost the entire town under a seven-minute response time. And I'm sorry, the entire town will be under a seven-minute response time, but the major, uh, a big portion will be under five minutes, which, wow. which is important. Very yeah. important. Yeah. That's what a couple people have been saying to me because people have been reaching out to me and asking, you know, well, what about the people who live in the center of town? Now you're not in the center of town, so the response time isn't going to be as fast. And right. I'm, I'm trying to explain to them it's actually going to be better for everybody so, yeah, so for the, the most part. Right. So we'll have firefighters coming from both directions depending mm-hmm. on the call. And then, you know, but it puts it, it puts the whole time town in compliance with the, with the recognized national standards. So mm-hmm. it's important. that's really important. Right now we have a, a real high vo- volume of our calls take p- place in the mm-hmm. northern part of the town, and we just can't get there quickly. Are you from Rhode Island? I am from Fall River, Massachusetts. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> right near the Rhode Island line. <laughs> Did you pick up on that? Oh, day one. <laughs> Day one. Are you from Rhode Island? <laughs> Where are you from over there, anyway? You can tell I'm, you can tell I'm from Boston, so yeah. it's the same difference, right? No. I said something earlier, and Rick looked at me, and, uh, oh, I went packing. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to have another full show. We're going to do a full show with uh, just talking about this topic, you know, right before we go to town meeting. Um, are there any last thoughts that you have for our last couple minutes here that we want to get out to the public? Just to kind of piggyback on 
his statement about response times. Yeah. Right now they're coming from one side only. Mm -hmm. If you split the pie in half, it's only common sense. It's actually got a better town response-wise, regardless. And do you get more calls in the North Pembroke area too? Especially during the day. It's very, very busy. And I would say the, the majority of our calls are in the northern part of the town. Yeah. Yeah. And that must have a lot to do with, like, Route 3 and things like that. I mean, what about for the police station, I would guess? Well, because we, we're out there anyways, we have sectors, so we don't oh, come yeah. mm. the building necessarily all the time. Yeah. So that really don't play into response. Yeah. That was the other thing, too, I was very surprised about was the Sally Port thing, you know. So that will be nice to have a nice Sally Port and, uh, and all that. And just I think it's important for us to keep you guys safe and uh, get girls also that are working with you guys. Um, and you don't have any females. We, don't, we do not have any females, no. So do you think it has something to do? I mean, does that, how does that work? Anyways, if you have a position open, do people come and say, hey, let me tour your joint before I decide if I want to work there? So right now the jo- <laughs> the, it's actually a really competitive job. You know, uh, years ago we used to post a position and we'd have 100 applicants for one position. Today yeah. we have, we're lucky if we get one or two applicants. And that's really? in the, the, the whole air region is dealing with that um, shortage of paramedics. So when departments go to hire a paramedic these these candidates yeah. i would say almost interview the town like yeah. they, they want to see what the facilities are like they want to see what the contracts are like so you know we have to focus a lot more on recruitment and obviously we're not really in a desire as far as our facilities are yeah. not, not desirable yeah huh, so if this real estate um, thing doesn't work out for me can i do that i want to sure. be a detective honestly <laughs> <laughs> you would be good at it <laughs> i think i'm a little bit too old to be like i'd be like hey can someone else pick up that hose <laughs> There's not a lot of physical work in it. It's just observations. <laughs> yeah. And can I have that job? <laughs> I just want that job. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you so much. Uh, we have Chief from the Fire Department and our Chief from the Police Department. I appreciate everything that you do for the town of Pembroke and even doing these community things. You guys are the best of the best, and we're very fortunate in Pembroke to have you guys uniting our community, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Thank you so much. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for doing this for us, too, mm-hmm. spending your time whether it's a public safety community or what you're doing here. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. You guys are the best. So don't forget, we're going to have to do a couple more shows because right. we have to get the word out there. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Thank hey, you so what, much. What did you think of my slideshow anyways out there? Pretty good, right? My little slideshow. It was great. People yeah. got to take a look and it, yeah. it prompted them to ask more questions about it. So I think it was great. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> What's that? Are you on the air now? I'm still on the air. Oh, right. We're live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to criticize it. He's cri- oh, the, you know what? I had no pictures. I had to. I had to go on uh, the town website. What did I do wrong? <laughs> it, it came out great. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. Great. So we're going to get some more business. Hey guys, if you could find somebody out there to come on in and uh, talk about their business. So we really are so lucky, Mel. I mean, honestly. Yeah. And they're so humble. Aren't they? I know. There's, yeah. Th- yeah. I. I. have never met. Uh, Chief Viveros before, so um, So, very kind. Yeah, so um, I just want you to listen to this one. When this mic is on, it doesn't feel so. uh, Test, test over here. Hello. Yeah, it seems like it's a little little, bit off. It's a little off. It's a little far. Um, so that should be Mary. Yeah, that's probably Mary's thing. So we have our next contestants. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> next contestants on The Price is Right. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> come on over, you guys. Take yeah, on. Come on so have, actually, uh, we'll have you do after our guests here. Um, so just come on over. You have to just talk straight into that microphone. To all of our WAT listeners, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Shira McNamara. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, which is the sponsor for our show here tonight, Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am with the one and only Melissa Wallace. Hello. All right. So I just talked a whole lot to the chiefs. How about you uh, take this one on for me? I actually need some water. 
Um, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> You're stuck with us. Hi. Uh, yeah. Well, you have been on with me in the past. You have. So, yeah. Oh, he has. Okay. I had him on oh, in yeah, the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we talked about the community center, so um, he's here, and I'm sure that he is supporting our uh, fire department and yeah. uh, public safety buildings. And by he, you mean Andrew Sullivan? Yes, Andrew Sullivan too. But do you go by Andrew or Andy, or what do you? Prefer? Yeah, what do you go by? I like Andy now. Andy, actually. yeah. And Andy. So, we yeah, have we Andy Sullivan. I was always Andy, but I was kind of young in our industry, and Andrew, you know, yeah. a little more proper. A little more, yeah, but like now professional. That, now that I'm old, I want to go back to Andy. Well, you know what? I've always been Melissa, and now a lot of people are calling me Mel, and I'm like, oh, are people going to think that I'm a professional still? Because I'm, like, getting a short name, but you know what? We, I, I feel like I should just roll with it at this point because I can't correct yes. anybody. Um, and then we better have, than a lot of other names. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? A lot of people call me Martha because they think that I say hi this is Martha and they're like oh yeah Martha's nice name for you um, and then we have Jill Doyle um, why don't you take a moment to introduce yourselves uh, tell us you know are you located in Pembroke or yeah, in Serena? okay yes. perfect um, give our listeners a little bit um, backstory of you guys okay well I have Jill Doyle, our HR director, is with us here. She's new to Protect the Wire, but she's tagging along with me. And um, yeah, my name is Andrew Sullivan, president and CEO of Protect the Wire. We're located at 2 Washington Street, of 60 Washington Street. Yeah. In <laughs> uh, my house she's is like, yeah, two. I'm new. I'm uh, new. No. I commute through the woods. So. Oh. <laughs> um, in any event, we manufacture special hazard fire detection systems that are used oh. in, in the special hazards industry, mostly okay. industrial sites, power, petrochem, like the big dig would be the kind of project yeah. we get involved in. So um, not so much residential okay. s- and like mm. commercial. But um, yeah, our business is 40 employees and 65% of our sales are overseas. So it's kind of exciting. We get a lot of visitors from international and uh, it's an 85 year old family business here in Pembroke. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Because I knew that I had heard that too. It was your dad's business first too, right? That's and then, correct. Yeah. Yep, my mom and dad. Yeah. Had been involved in the business since the 50s. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. So I know that you've been also very involved in our town. We'll get into that one moment, but we're going to let you introduce yourself too. And you just joined their team. I did. She already wants a starfish, so she's going to get in touch with Andy, the fish guy. I meant to talk to you about that. That's right. next on the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saltwater fish tank. Yeah. Everyone's going to have one. Yep. So Not tell us a little bit about you, and are you from this area? Sure. Yeah, so um, I live in Carver now, but I grew up in Pembroke. Oh, nice. Nice. And um, I started at Protect a Wire in December, mm-hmm. and um, Andrew and I had a mutual connection, and they had let me know that their HR manager was retiring in December, and I think I knew about it almost a year in advance, and the way that they had told me about the company and kind of sold it to me, I was like, I want to work there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just That's awesome. Me. So um, I had to wait quite a while before interviewing, so I got to hear a lot of backstory, and it just it's turned out to be everything they promised me it was, so no, it's been a great experience. Perfect. Um, that's awesome. So um, getting back to you being, you know, a townie, right? Yes. Um, I think, uh, what, how long do you have to live in a town before you can be called a townie? Does anyone know? I bet we could ask Siri that question. Oh, we could ask ChatGPT. I bet you ChatGPT would I'd know. I'd say 30 plus. 30 years? Okay. That's 30 I'm, a, years. I'm a townie. 
I've been here 30 years. So um, tell us, um, I mean, one thing I know you've been very involved with the community and specifically the community center. So tell us how that whole process is going. Yeah, we're so excited. You know, it's passed and um, it's under construction. They're actually ahead of schedule and under budget. How often do you hear that? You know, um, they had such a great winter, right? Right. And we had a $3 million grant come through. Yeah. You know, we tried to explain that to the residents that we wouldn't be able to go aggressively mm -hmm. after grants until the project was approved through mm -hmm. the town. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, um, we were thrilled that that money did come through once the project That's was awesome, approved. Bob. So we're, uh, we're under budget and uh, right on, you know, ahead of schedule. We love that. Mar March of 2024. I was going to ask that question. Ribbon March. cutting over there. Yeah. It's going to be a real game changer for downtown. Yeah. So we're so excited. It was a lot of work. Art was there through all this as well. <laughs> That, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was five years and a lot of meetings, but um, it persevered and uh, yeah. it's happening mm -hmm. and we're really excited. And now we're here, you know, supporting the public safety building, mm -hmm. which yeah. we're fully behind. It's if anybody's been here for a long time and got to look around, Pembroke police and fire are operating out of Ugh. woefully inadequate buildings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, it's it's time for for. Uh, fixing that up that the town's growing and it, it deserves it and um, and so it's going to make our town more appealing I just said that when we had the chiefs on with us and I think things like the community center and just you know shepherds next door they're going to be doing some stuff there and I just think having that walkability for the center of town and right. for all ages right I mean it's so it's fun for a community center that has our council on aging in it you know people can walk and, and do things in town, which is nice. Yeah, and it's it's thoughtful, too, though. I think the planning board plays a key role. Yep. But, you know, Pembroke could use uh, some updating. Yeah. And uh, what a, you know, we come back in a few mm -hmm. years and public safety and community center yeah. are in place. I mean, it's going to yeah. be really interesting to see. Yeah. That's, it's awesome. I'm really excited about all the things. I remember how excited I was about the library, and I keep on saying the library is new, but it's twenty over 20 years old, I think. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And I always keep on saying the new library. So. And it's exciting to see the uh, chamber, Pembroke yeah. Chamber of Commerce, has seemed to have some fresh blood. Yeah. And um, it's really uh, renewed energy there. Peter Brown's worked tirelessly, and yeah. Sharon has as yeah. well, that uh, we're excited to see you know businesses showing more interest in mm -hmm. Pembroke and you know, engaging. Uh, and I think the that community. these new things that we're doing too, I think that that's going to want people to come to our town and do things, you know, to right. build their business here. So Absolutely. Uh, we have lots of businesses here tonight. Again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable, and I know it's a little noisy here tonight, but uh, we do have the Pembroke Chamber of Commerce uh, tonight in our building. And uh, we're just having an after hours event and we're just all chit chatting and we're just giving all of, you know, some people some chance to tell us a little bit about their business. Any thoughts or final words? Do you want to tell everybody about your business before we bring in the next people? Change your batteries and your smoke detectors <laughs> when, you, uh, when you uh, move the clock. Yeah, that's a good one. We always <laughs> tell people that. That's, okay. that. that's one of our favorite shows. So, And any final thoughts or final words for you other than you want a starfish? We'll make, I'll, we're going to make that happen. Yeah, we're going to make that We're going to talk to you and we're going to make that happen. No, yeah. just thank you so much for having us tonight. This was great. Okay, awesome. And I think you'll be having an event maybe at some point at your place? Yeah, in June we're hosting a chamber June. event. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I can't promise that I can bring the radio show with me, but you never know. Larry, uh, Larry, you want to go uh, Want to go uh, mobile with me maybe that night? Hey, <laughs> we can do it. Thank you for having us. All All right, thank you so thank much you. for joining if us. If you want to bring in somebody else, that would be great. If so, whoever's next. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 
Oh yeah, come on, Art, Art. We're gonna have Art come on yep. right now. So we have Art, about eight Art, minutes left. Yep. Art Egerton is here, and uh, he is a Pembroke resident. He's also on conservation as well. So Art, tell everybody about your business. You do a lot of things here for us with our radio shows, and um, you know, not with our radio shows, but with our video, like you do a lot of video and stuff. Um, you know, for us. So tell everybody about your company. Well, that's my main business, Pembroke Town News. We do a lot of uh, local interest stories all about Pembroke. Mm-hmm. And uh, my other business is Aeronaut Drone Service, and that's more widely uh, geographic. Um, we Right now we're working a lot with real estate agents and with insurance companies all around New England. Getting, uh, oh, what are you doing for insurance companies? That's interesting. Um, two things. We do um, surveys of the properties that they're about to insure. Yeah. Oh. Pictures of everything. And then... Um, when there's damage, we go and get the assessment of what the damage is. And wow. Most of it's from the air, and then we do the ground for pictures also. Interesting. That's awesome. And I do know that you do uh, drone shots uh, for real estate companies as well. So right. uh, we know that you've been doing a lot of our videos for our events, so we appreciate that. And um, do you do inside shots too? Yeah, you do the inside yes, shots too. Yep, yeah. you do it all. So I have so. a whole background in video since I was a little kid, so it's, uh, it's just sort of natural. I'm into the drones, but I do the internal stuff too. That's combined. awesome. Well, tonight I spent a lot of time with the Chiefs, so we want to make sure we get some more people. So, Art, how can people get in touch with you if they would want more information about your business? Um, Best way is just to call me, 617-947-5295. Give that number one more time, a little slower. 617-947-5295. Perfect. And I want to thank you for everything you've done for the town and everything you continue to do. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you, you know, taking us on, uh, you know, doing the videos and stuff. So thank you for taking us on as a client. We appreciate you. All right, perfect. We get back to video, and you have a job to do here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we have our next person our who next is person. here. Yeah, yes. I don't have my glasses. Oh, my glasses are here, but we'll have Melissa do that. Okay. Uh, oh, empowering athletes. I know. I'm not an athlete, but I am willing to Am-I? be empowered. Uh, Jamie Doherty, you're the owner. Yes. Oh, hello, Jamie. <laughs> uh, Jamie, why don't you introduce yourself, what business you own, and uh, I see you're located in Pembroke as well. Yes, mm-hmm. I own Empowering Athletes. We are. I am a certified athletic trainer, and I work with any athlete from youth to adults, and we take a holistic approach on injury prevention, oh. injury rehab, and sports-specific return to play. Wow. Can, I, can I make this about me one time? Yeah. For just a minute. I tend to do that on the show. Um, so, you know, I got to tell you, it was probably like 10 years ago. I was in my other office. I um, came out of the bathroom and there were no paper towels. So I just like went like this with my hands and water was on the floor. And then I slipped, cracked my head <gasps> off the door and fell on my hand. I broke my wrist. Well, oh my I God. never did physical therapy, but I got to tell you, there are times that this thing just does this. Yeah. It, so is it too late for me to have physical therapy? <laughs> no, we can only do that. We do a combination of like manual therapies of myofascial, muscle energy, along with rehab exercises and stuff like that. So is that, tell me a little bit more about like that whole holistic approach. Like what does that actually mean? So we look at the whole body from head to toe when somebody comes in with a issue uh-huh. and we try to find out like where is it actually coming from. Okay. So we have a lot of athletes with like knee, ankle, hip, shoulder. It isn't always coming from where you think it's coming from, where the pain is actually coming from. So we have to find out where it's coming from before we can correct right. and have yep. a treat. Okay, perfect. And so what type of client are you looking for? So the, your ideal client would be? Our ideal client is usually m- middle school to high school kids um, in any type of sport. And then we do have some adults that we work with. But um, my background, main background, is performing arts because I traveled with 
Broadway shows for four years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, you should then, talk to Sue Bollinger. Yeah, I said, Taya, I said that. You said that? Okay, good. Yeah, because Taya had an injury. Um, she's a dancer, and she had fallen wrong, and she had some... I don't know if you talked to her. I, no, I can't I remember, but it was like a, a like a very rare break or whatever that she did, and, yeah. and um, she's just you know getting over it. But I think she has to go through physical therapy and stuff. So you should talk yeah. to her. Um, Sue Bollinger is a full time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and um, yeah, just and I think Tay is like fourteen, fifteen, so yeah, sort of goes right into that um, right into that range that you're looking for. But I think that you would be perfect for her, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, oh, hi. I was wondering if you were coming. Oh, my gosh. We have so many people. We have three minutes left. Yeah. Um, yes. So, Jamie, please, how can people get in touch with you and your business? Um, you can go right to the website of Empowering Athletes, LLC, uh, .com, or we have an Instagram and Facebook, LLC, Empowering Athletes, LLC, also. Yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for coming tonight, too. Thank you so much, Appreciate guys. it. Appreciate it. And we have two new people in. Yes. Hi. Uh, yeah. And I know. And I know. I, we have, like, three minutes left. Larry, you know what? Just tell Ed Perry we might have to go a little longer. No, I'm kidding. Um, so we only have a couple minutes left, and I wanted to bring in um, a couple more people. So uh, we have a wonderful select board uh, here in the town of Pembroke, and all of them were invited, and two of them came. <laughs> So um, just a quick second because we only have a couple minutes. So we have John Brown with us and we have Tracy Marino, right? I always say, because I always think that I'm saying your name wrong, no. even though I've known you forever, right? No, you're right. I have known I you I literally forever. said, is Tracy Marino coming tonight? And she goes, yeah, I think so. Well, when and we met, my last door. name wasn't Marino. I know it wasn't. That's, that's why. Yeah, that's that's why. why. I have a hard time with that's it. So it. I need you to speak a little yeah. in the microphone, because that's a little short. Oh, yeah, a little so short. So tell us, um, we had the Chiefs in. They did a great yeah. job. You want to give a little plug for what we're doing for, um, you know, for the fire, uh, for public safety buildings? Sure. Now, yeah, I'm very happy, Bessie, this is going forward. Uh, that my board said we're able to put it on the ballot. Yep. Uh, besides that, we want to make sure that our next meeting, which is happening on uh, Thursday at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. at Town Hall, uh, we're going through certain things that we have to bring out more information to the public. Yeah, perfect. And you guys did such a wonderful job when we are at the library. I have to give you guys such a great job. Bill Shinar did a great job, mm-hmm. too. So I think that that helped people get more information that they were looking for. So I right. feel like and, it's and good. Also, our next uh, forum is going to be at Tiny and Sons yep. on May 2nd at 6 p.m. Wow. So I cannot wait for that to happen. And so many other people... I are very happy to be, yeah. to be there at yeah. that time. So and that's wait. what we have to do is just keep on getting the word out because then they have to go to the ballot and that's, you know, uh, we need their votes there. Yeah. Tracy, uh, you have been a select board member for how long? And I know you're up for election again, right, this year? Yes, um, finishing up three years mm-hmm. this coming May. Wow, that went by fast for me. It kind of did. Yeah, it was almost like somebody else's pregnancy. It started off <laughs> slow, <laughs> and then it sped up a bit. Yeah. So what are some of the things? I know you're on several little boards and committees, and we're going to get that dog park. God <laughs> yeah, we are. Damn it. We need, to re- we need to circle back to that for sure. Yeah, we do. Maybe as part of the master plan committee. Yeah, as part there of the master go. plan committee, we can do that. So you, I sit on that with you as well. So what are some of the bigger highlights right now that you're – well, we're running out of time. Some, something big and major that you're really excited about. I would say the master plan committee. Yeah. We've been waiting for this for a long time. You and toured the town today. We did. Three and a half hours. We went and visited a bunch of different locations and buildings. We couldn't even finish the list. We're going to come back. All right. Perfect. Yep.